Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I think today's topic will resonate with quite a few of you. I call myself a recovering achiever for a few different reasons. And one of them is because I love lists and I love the feeling when you cross everything off. It gets really easy for me to just draw like satisfaction and fulfillment from crossing stuff off. And I know I'm not the only one who has written things on a list that you just finished, but you write them down so that you can cross them off. And that might sound funny to people who are way type B, but it's something that I've done. And that being part of my personality definitely plays into what we're going to be talking about today. So the first thing that I think we need to establish is that we are not working for acceptance from God. Like when we are working for a paycheck or trying to finish a project for someone, we are working for their approval in a way. We want them to be happy with the product so that we'll get paid or something like that. That's kind of how the world works in a lot of different arenas, but it's not how God works. Because of Jesus, because of his sacrifice being completely sufficient, we are accepted on the basis of that. Because we trust Jesus for everything, because we trust Jesus's finished atonement on the cross, we are given his cleanness, his righteousness, and we are accepted on the basis of that. So working from that place is so freeing knowing that Jesus loves us, knowing that we can't do anything to screw that up or to make the hammer fall is life-changing. Really, it was for me. But I want to talk about for a second about when we are working for that acceptance. We don't feel secure or we are wondering if we've done enough for God to be pleased or happy because you never can know, right, when you're trying to measure it up because that's not how the world works. I mean, you can try to go to the Bible and look for, this is how much Bible you're supposed to read every week, or you're supposed to pray this long every day, or at this time every day, and try to develop the best checklist that you can. But the reason that all of that is so immeasurable to to try to measure, when is God happy with me? He didn't put it in there. Those are our opinions and sometimes the Holy Spirit does lead us in a certain direction. And those are, those are great. And that's obedience then. But if we're doing it to gain God's acceptance, or hopefully he'll smile on us if we do X, Y, or Z at the right time every day or read our Bible so much, God knows that we all have inherited a sin nature. He knows that we fall short. He's not expecting us to act out of perfection and not make mistakes. So the only option is to rest in Jesus's acceptance. So coming from the background 
of trying to earn God's favor or earn God's acceptance coupled with the personality that I have that enjoys tasks and enjoys crossing things off a list. It's something that I have to overcome often in trying to earn God's love or find my security in an identity that's more shallow. And when I was pregnant with my oldest, the first time that I remember feeling completely unable to do and perform and do the things that I usually did uh, was when I had my blood clot with her and I couldn't do the things that I normally did. And it was humbling to not be able to do them. And that might seem like a small thing, but but I think more of us find our identity in what we can accomplish than we realize. And it can turn into like a form of ableism. But when we value what we are able to do more than like whose we are and resting in him, it can be kind of crushing. And I don't speak from experience of having chronic illness. And I'm sure someone else could speak a lot more eloquently about this topic than I could. But when that is taken away from us, our ability to do, our ability to accomplish, our ability to keep our house clean, keep our car clean, check whatever boxes have made you feel fulfilled, you feel like you don't have purpose anymore. And that is ableism like feeling like you're only valuable or people are more valuable when they can contribute in very specific ways to our society or the people around them. So having that removed was good for me, learning to take things as they came and challenging my identity that was wrapped up in my ability to do and accomplish. God has done a lot of work and still has a lot of work to do, thus the title Recovering, teaching me to be still. We like to be busy, don't we? And maybe not all of us, but we like to feel like we're getting something done. And being still and shutting our mind off too, not sitting down and letting all the thoughts race, but actually sitting in God's presence taking a deep breath, trying to let our thoughts kind of settle down. And this might make some of some people uncomfortable, but think on one thing. If the thought of like meditating is uncomfortable, like just focus on one thing, focus on a verse, be still, ask God for a specific answer and just wait for a response. We don't spend enough time just being still. I mean, our culture values hurry and hustle so much. And then we adopt that and think that efficiency is important and it can even become a God and productivity can become a God. And I'm not saying that we can't accomplish things and learn how to manage our time better, but it's just easy for it to become something that we value more than being still and resting in God's presence because sometimes he does just call us to sit down, be still and draw near and then be quiet and listen for his voice. Ask for an answer back. 
ask him what he wants you to do today and enjoy his closeness. We can get so busy producing or attempting to produce fruit on our own that we're not abiding in the vine. We're not remaining close to him. We're not staying connected to the vine that we're no longer producing. So what we're trying to accomplish is actually futile because we can't do it on our own. So the most important thing is that being still, that staying connected, abiding, remaining, letting that be the most important thing rather than the fruit. Because I think we we want to produce fruit. We want to be productive. We want to contribute. But that is secondary. It's not something that we can produce on our own. It's the fruit of abiding, the fruit of staying closely connected to God. Hi there, friends. If you are desiring a deeper relationship with God, I have a resource that is just for you. It's called the Revival Starter Kit. I think so many of us crave more in our relationship with God and wish that we could experience some revival and some reviving in times of dryness in our relationship with God. The foundation for personal revival is your relationship with God. And to grow that intimate connection, we have to have a well-balanced view of Him. In this starter kit, I want you to take a deep look at your perceptions of God so that you can begin to uncover any limiting beliefs about Him. Then you can reframe those limiting beliefs so that you can fall in love with God anew. You can grab that resource at the link below this episode and jump into getting a fresh look at your relationship with God and what you can do to move forward into a more vibrant walk with the Lord and a truly alive Christianity that you're excited about. So I have an example. Bible reading is a place that's kind of hard for me, and I'll have an episode soon just on Bible reading. The way that Bible reading is hard for me is if I do it at the same time, in the same way, like same journaling prompt questions or the same the right the same amount of chapters or any form of pattern i guess it's really easy for that to become mechanical for me cuz every morning i want to cross it off my list so i'll get it done first and i can actually miss the connection with god pretty easily when i'm more focused on getting it done and being able to say yep did that today so I kind of have to let go of that as a checklist item. I can't write it on my schedule for the day. It can't be something that I can cross off and go, did that, done. Okay, moving on to the next. Even if it is something that I still aspire to do every day, and that's part of how I'm connecting to God, I cannot put it on a list. So maybe you have something that you can't, put on your list every day and you just have to wait for the Holy Spirit to prompt you or follow his leading on and maybe connecting with God might look different for a while so that it doesn't become mechanical because it is about the relationship and we know that, but it's easy to slip into, okay, got that done and move on from your day. So I encourage you, maybe you can just jot down a list. If I wasn't able to do this every day, I would not feel like I accomplished anything. Or if I didn't do this every day, I would not feel like I had value. And that can be a 
pointer to where you're finding your identity. Like, what do you have to accomplish to feel worthy of love or acceptance? Because we say that the relationship and the connection is more important than the religion or the form of godliness. So what are we doing to cultivate the connection and the relationship above the producing and the doing? Remember that you don't have to do anything for God to accept you. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to produce or accomplish. It's only your job to stay connected to him and he will produce the fruit. You are already accepted in him and he, he is pleased with you because of Jesus. Whether or not you get what you think needs to get done today or whether or not you feel productive, a fun study to do is to look up how many times God reminds us to be still. We need to rest in his presence. And that's one of the thing, one other thing that's been really helpful is having a Sabbath every week, intentionally resting and intentionally worshiping, ceasing work, celebrating what Jesus has done, really worshiping. It's such a beautiful thing that we are given a Sabbath and we can rest and then work. And there's something so special about how God structured that Adam's first day was a day of rest. And so out of rest, he worked And in our society, we work and then until we're dog tired and then we rest and then we work until we're dog tired again and then we rest. But the way it works in God's economy is to rest in him first and out of that rest, out of filling our cup and out of filling our souls full, then we can do our, our work. We're pouring out of a full cup. And if you take a Sabbath, whether it's 12 hours, 24 hours, whatever it looks like for you, take that pause from productivity, the worshiping of hustle and rest, connect with God, maybe take a nap, whatever looks like rest and worship for you. It's not a legalistic thing. Like Jesus said, we weren't made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was created for us. Like it's actually a gift that God has given us that we can rest and taking an entire day off can feel really intimidating, but it's so life-giving and we can recenter our priorities and kind of push back on culture's message and even religion's message that we need to be working harder. I want to end this episode with a couple of verses about resting. Psalm 37, seven, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Zephaniah three seventeen. the Lord, thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over you with singing. I think I quoted that verse in a recent episode talking about how God delights in us, but he also gives us space to rest and those things. Those two things are beautiful together when you think about it. He's delighting over you, resting, not because you're achieving. And of course, the most popular be still verse, be still and know that I am God. 
We can rest in him. He's got it all under control. We don't need to be scurrying around trying to fit all of the pieces together, make sure everything falls into place. It's all in his hands. And we can rest in that and take a break from our being productive and our trying to achieve. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.